I haven't seen Plankton for a while. He must be scheming. Who knows? Maybe he's changed. Who knows? I think you know! He's changed, I tell you! Sponge buddy! Yoo-hoo! Arrival. It's a sci-fi drama film released in 2016 and directed by Danny Villeneuve. Arrival tells the story of Louise, a linguist who is tasked by the U.S. Army to communicate with aliens who have landed on Earth. The movie is available on Prime Video. Please consider watching this film before joining us for the discussion portion of the show. Spoiler alerts are ahead. The film begins with Louise at her daughter Hannah's site as she succumbs to her death due to a rare disease. Meanwhile, 12 spacecrafts have landed all over the world, including one in Montana. Louise, a linguist, is recruited along with physicist Ian Donnelly to communicate with two aliens inside a pod, with the main objective of knowing why they are here. Louise and Ian begin communicating with the aliens, naming them Abbott and Costello. After months of significant progress, they are able to understand their language through circular symbols. They share their progress with the other nations involved. While Louise continues to learn the aliens' language, she begins to have flashbacks of her daughter. During a session, Louise asks Abbott and Costello why they are here. They answer with Louise translating that they are here to offer weapon. Sharing the information with the other nations, China decides to cease communication despite Louise arguing the weapon can also be interpreted as a tool. Louise and Ian enter the pot to talk with Abbott and Costello, unaware that a bomb was planted there. The bomb explodes, but luckily Louise and Ian were ejected before it goes off. Louise goes alone to the pod where she communicates with Costello, informing her that they have arrived on Earth to help humanity, as they will need their help in return in 3,000 years. Realizing that the weapon is their language through illinear time, Louise realizes that the flashbacks of her daughter are actually flash-forwards. During a separate flash-forward, Louise sees at a unity celebration that China's general, General Shang, thanks her for changing his mind to seize attack on the pods. In the present time, Louise contacts Shang to tell him his ill wife's dying words, which lead him to stop the attack as the other nations follow suit. Forced to evacuate the premise, Ian confesses his love for Louise. The film ends with Louise and Ian embracing, as Louise is aware of their fate, that they will agree to have a baby despite knowing that Hannah will grow up and die from an incurable disease. You know, there are movies out there that I've seen, not many of them, but they were, or I should say, I was on the verge of tears, man. And this is one of them right here. One of my favorite movies of all time, Arrival. What do you got to say about this, brother? This movie, I've seen it before. I saw it in 2016, not in the theaters, but my dad rented it and I watched it and I didn't really have a high opinion of the film. And now that I've rewatched it, I... I don't know if it changed that much, to be honest with you. So, hey, man. That's, that's the beauty of uh, of this podcast. It's uh, the difference of opinions. Yeah. I fucking love this movie. Mm-hmm. You have other things to say about it. You know, we're going to get into that a little later, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yes, I can't wait to dive into this. So without further ado, let's get started, all right? So welcome, everybody, to episode number 27 of Beer in a Movie with the Weeside Boys. We're your hosts. Fantastic as always. I'm Tiki the Dominator. And I'm Danny. And shit, brother, I just got to say, this is my birthday week. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, you know, there's, for all you out there, the this podcast is for uh, hitting gems, if you will, like of movies and stuff like that. By no means is this movie, I feel, underrated. I think it got, it got critical acclaim as it deserved. But this is my pick. And I'm also choosing my beer to drink of choice. And we're going to get into that. But discussion does not start without opening up some beer. So, brother, let me know what we got tonight. Tonight, we are drinking a beer from Golden Road Brewery called Mango Cart. Never had this before, bro. Yeah. All right. So, it's one of my favorites. All right. Get a swig right here. Cheers. Oh, yeah. This is nice, bro. Yeah. I like this. 
Yeah, this one um, is definitely one of my top drinkable summer beers. Mm -hmm. It's really refreshing. Very. Fuck, this is really good. I'm going to get another swig. Yeah. Mm. Man, this is very fucking good, man. We're going to gonna rank the beer in a little bit. We also got a shout out of the week. We also have story time with Tiki. But before I do, bro, I just want to say a few things, all right? Mm -hmm. So 35 years young for me. There are... You know, life throws curveballs at you, you know? Yeah. So in a perfect world for me, I would have gone to 15 different countries. I would have, you know, wrote a book about my experiences and shit like that. But, you know, life happens, right? Yeah. It's not always going to be great. But I just got to say, man, for 35 years of my existence, man, I'm pretty fucking content with how life is going right now, man. Nice. Yeah. Um, I would say... 2017 was like probably like the last like really really good year oh man <laughs> I, I had yeah i know <laughs> 2017 was a great year for me man personally mm -hmm. uh i haven't really had like a year like that in, in a while but reflecting on 35 years man i just gotta say man like i'm so happy with how things are you know definitely this podcast has been like a, a real eye opener for me because the thing I love about this podcast the most is is me having to reconnect with people I haven't seen in years. And so whenever people reach out to me and they, they, they say uh, like, oh, this, this and this or whatever, you know, and then it makes me reflect on like stories, you know, so I'm, I'm able to share the stories on this podcast sometimes. And it just makes me like it makes me put like in a kind of like in this like real fucking like like awesome attitude that, you know, like I have nothing to complain about, man. Like I'm uh, not to like toot my own horn or anything, but I, I think like um, like I have a really solid relationship with just about everybody I know personally. Nice. You know, I, I don't I don't I truly don't believe I've ever fucked anybody over. Mm -hmm. Right. So I so whenever I I go to like the store or something like I always bump into someone and it's always like people coming up to me saying like nice things you know so I, I hope that when people uh, like think of me they think of like oh nothing but like nice things you know because i do my best to be a good person you know i, I truly think that um like one of the reasons like i am how i am is my experience in thailand like thailand fucking changed me man not not that i was like a bad person but thailand just made me appreciate life in general you know, and I, I'm going to I'm going to say that there's two things that I do. So and if you you too, brother. So if any of you listening out there, um, if I met you after the year 2008, I remember the day we met. And if I shook your hand with two hands, that means I get a good vibe from you. Nice. Right. So do you remember when we met, brother? Did I shake your hand with two hands? Yes. I yeah. don't remember the exact date because it was... I think a couple weeks before we started working together. Yeah, yeah. For the orientation, aren't? Yep. Was it the orientation? Yep. It, right there at uh, Harmony Grove. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I do. And you did shake my hand with two hands. Yep. Yep. Got a good vibe from you, brother. And mm -hmm. look at us now. We got a podcast. Yeah. You know, fucking nice. But for for you out there, uh, if I shook your hand with two hands, that means I get a good vibe from you. And the reason is that when I went to Thailand, I noticed that the locals were doing that to me. And so I, I had to ask one of the locals, I said, I said, am I supposed to do the same to you? Like, I'm sorry if I did. And he said, and he said, no, he goes, if we do it to you, it's because we get a good vibe from you. And I, that took me aback because, um, you know, back in the day, dude, I was, I wasn't a very approachable person. Uh -huh. Like I, I looked kind of like imposing, like I was very overweight. I had the big old long hair, you know, I didn't look like a, like a friendly person, you know? <laughs> so pe I would do something like I'd, I'd uh, open the door for someone or I would ask someone like, for example, well, an old lady like, hey, might I take your cart for you so you don't have, you know, shit like that, you know, and uh -huh. people would just say like, oh, fuck you, like get away, you know, and it's like, <laughs> what the fuck are you trying? Like, I can open my own door, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that cunt. <laughs> fuck. Dude. And then <laughs> I don't want to go into that, but like, fuck it. Like when I was behind her, dude. Uh -huh. She was paying that stupid bitch. Like <laughs> she told me, oh, I can open my own damn door. Right. So I yeah. was behind her. And then I was like, are you going to ring up your own shit too while you're at it? <laughs> you know. <laughs> but anyways, 
But anyways, like, yeah, dude, I, I remember like people used to like be frightened of me. And the, the depressing part was that I had to go fucking like thousands of miles away for that, for me to realize that, mm-hmm. you know, it was a little depressing, but then I was like, shit, that's fucking cool that people in a, in a third world country get good vibes from me. They're, they don't, they didn't judge me by my appearance. It's like by, by vibes that they I give off of them. So when I, when I, I was like, when I go back home and I meet somebody and I get the good vibes from them, two hands, two handed handshake. Yeah. Nice. And yeah. And so, and yes, I do remember every single one of you when we met. Okay. Every single one of you. <laughs> right? And then for all the people that I've, I've met over the time, bro, I've only been wrong four times. Oh, okay. Yeah. Only four times have I been wrong about a person mm-hmm. as far as like good vibes from. Gotcha. Yeah. But, uh, and then the other thing I do from Thailand is that uh, they, they always ask me, how young are you? And so I was like, oh, I, I, at the time I was like, oh, I just turned 20 years old. They're like, no, you're 20 years young. So I always ask someone, if I ask their age, I always ask an adult, how young are you? But if it's a kid, I'll tell them, how old are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just two little things from Thailand that I do, man. And for sure, Thailand has changed me into the man that I am today, man. Yeah. So I'd like to say a nice little cheers to Thailand. So here's a cheers to Thailand. Cheers. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do our shout out of the week now, brother. All right. And this uh, is fucking, it's going to be wrapped up in a nice bow right here because the shout out of the week goes to the good brother, Jeremiah Brewer. Cheers, brother. You get a swig right here. Cheers. Mm-hmm. And for those out there, Jeremiah lives in Thailand, brother. He packed his stuff. Him and his wife, they packed their stuff. They sold everything that they have, and they just left to Thailand. Nice. And this is a cool thing, too, as he has a YouTube channel. So if you guys are listening, please go out of your way. Go to go on YouTube and search Jeremiah Brewer. He's got a lot of videos, and especially for someone like me who um, uh, has gone to Thailand, and man, I just, I get that itch, you know, to travel every time I see his videos. The videos are so awesome. They're very thoughtful. And man, I just want to like go over there, man. So cheers to Jeremiah uh, and the beautiful family of three. Cheers to you guys. Cheers. And here we go, man. Everyone's favorite segment story time would take it. Let's do this shit, brother. Right on. Let's do it. So here we go. So the good brother, Jeremiah. Um, One time I was at... uh. I was at the mall with unnamed person, mm-hmm. number two. <laughs> number two, okay. Yeah, and um, you know I'm not gonna be fucking waiting in a store for fucking 45 minutes. You know, Ooh. I said fuck this. I'm gonna be outside. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I said fuck this, and then uh, so someone comes behind me, and all I hear is, "You're not dominating now, are you?" And I get like put in a sleeper hold, kinda. <laughs> and it was Jeremiah, dude, because he used to work. Uh, he used to work at, at the mall. He was a security security there and he came up to me and he said and it reminded me of um that part in heavyweights he's like well 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 looks like london bridge has fallen down (laughs) (laughs) it it fucking reminded me of that dude and i turned around i was like dude and yeah we laughed at it fucking hard man it's it's nice it's a short story but fuck it that's like one of the things i remember about jeremiah man i and i also remember us like uh skateboarding all the time shout out man so shout out to the good brother jeremiah man much love to you and the family. And please go out of your way to check out Jeremiah Brewer on YouTube. His videos are fucking awesome. All right. So cheers to that, my friend. Mm. All right, brother. Let's rank this beer, man. This is fantastic stuff. Good shit right here. If you don't mind, let me go first. Yeah. Yeah. It's your birthday. So you go first. Thank you, bro. Um, Yeah. This is very fucking refreshing. Man, you definitely get the mango flavor mm-hmm. in this. Mm-hmm. It just jumps out at you. And I'm ready to drink another one, brother. Four <laughs> stars out of five, man. This is really delicious. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, for me. Fuck yeah. Uh, anybody that knows me knows that I do not like mango. I don't like the fruit. I don't I, like. I don't like the flavor. Really? Yeah, it's very strange. I had no idea about that, bro. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan of mango. It'll be like the last candy that I pick flavor. Huh. But I forgot why I tried this. That I did, and this was years ago. And man, oh man, I mean, you get the mango on this, but it is so good. Yeah. It's really sweet. It's really refreshing, especially when it's like cold. I like it ice cold. Yeah. 
and it's just fucking awesome, dude. And it's just weird because I'm not a big Mango fan, but this is one of my favorite beers, hands down. So I'm going to give this one a 4.5 out of 5. Fuck yeah. This it's is a great fucking beer. Thank you for bringing this, bro. This is fucking great. Yeah, I figured you would like this one. Mm. Man, I'm almost done with it, bro. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. Good yeah. shit right there, man. Yeah. All right. So let's get into it, brother. Arrival. This was my pick, like I mentioned before. No association as far as the beer goes. Just a random beer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, brother. Like for me, especially Danny Villeneuve, man, is I got to say he's probably my favorite director going on right now. Mm. It's either him or Christopher Nolan that I would say are my two favorites. So any any time Danny Villeneuve comes out with the film, I'm going to check it out. Uh, we already covered Incendies, right? That's like one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. So uh, I want to say maybe a few years after I checked out Incendies, this movie came out and I checked out like a grip of Danny Villeneuve's other stuff. We'll get into that a little later. Um, I, I just absolutely love his movies, man. The quality that he keeps bringing out is fucking amazing. I'm going to check out Dune Part 2 when it comes out later this year. I'm going to check that one out. Did you like the first part? Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I didn't I, watch it. So. Oh no, uh, it's it's a lengthy film. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like for some people that haven't watched it and they just see like the cast, right? Uh-huh. Um, Zendaya, right? Yeah, people are gonna be disappointed because she's only in the film like seven minutes. Oh, okay, like even ten, I believe. Yeah. So, um, if you look at the cast and you're like, oh, cool, I'm gonna see a bunch of her work. No, you don't see her a lot in it. Okay. And I think part two, she's gonna be in it. Like, I think she's like the main part of okay. part two. Yeah. So, right. yeah, it's a little thing right there. But yeah, man, Arrival, fucking, I absolutely love the movie, dude. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this, brother. When we dive into the plot a little more. Mm-hmm. But let's get into the premise of this movie, all right? So we have a linguist. It is played by Amy Adams. Her name is Louise Banks. She's tasked to uh, communicate with these aliens, right? Yes. And so. The main with the main objective is why are they here, right? So twelve aliens have landed uh, all over the world. One of them is in Montana. So her and uh, Ian Donnelly, played by Jeremy Renner, uh, have to go out there. And Jeremy Renner's character is uh, a theoretical physicist. Yeah, so I thought he did a very good job in this. Uh, and then so we've already mentioned uh, Louise and Ian. So some of the other characters, G.T. Weber, played by Forrest Whitaker, and Spoiler alert, we're going to do a, a movie review shortly on a movie that Forrest Whitaker is in. So <laughs> I can't wait to do that one, brother. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get into like Forrest Whitaker's later work, like much later. But yeah, we're we're going to do our best to not say too much so that we don't give spoiler alerts for the yeah. movie that, from him that we're going to review. But yes, and then some other characters are here. Are, uh, CIA agent Helpburn, played by Michael Stahlberg. And General Shang, played by Zima. Shit, you know, that's his name, brother. If you say it fast, it'll be like the drink, Zima, <laughs> right? So, yeah, let's get into it, man. Um, do you have an introduction to this, brother, besides, uh, like, that your dad, like, rented it and shit like that? Or just, no, nah, mm, no introduction? No, nah, there's no introduction for me. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it, brother. So, right off the bat, man, they fucking pull, like, strings at your heart, man, because the first thing you see is you see Louise with his daughter, her daughter, Hannah, and she's dying, dude. Yes. Dude, fucking painful already. Dude, this reminded me, like, the beginning scene of the movie Up. Remember, we're like, uh, did you see Up? Fuck, you know, I did, but I don't remember it because it's been so long. the, the The beginning of it is so fucking sad, bro, how you see, uh... Mr. Fredrickson, I believe that's his name, mm. and how his wife dies and everything. Yes. And it's like, fuck, like, it's like, fuck, you're, I'm already crying. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't cry, but like, I, I, I imagine a lot of people cried, you know? Okay. It's very sad. But the way this movie starts off with Louise's daughter, Hannah, dying was like, fuck, like, already you're fucking with my emotions like that, dude? Mm. You know, fucking brutal. All right. So, as it goes forward, you see that Louise is a college professor. Um, yeah, a linguist. Uh, and then when, when they get there, uh, you see that not many people, not many students are in her class. Because by this by this point, the 12 uh, uh, alien crafts or UFOs yes. or whatever, the pods, have already landed on Earth. So that would explain why there's not that many people there. Mm-hmm. Then 
uh, one of the students gets a text message or keeps like getting a phone call or whatever. And then they get, uh, she tells her, can you put on the news? And then that's where you see that the aliens have arrived. Yeah. Right. Crazy shit right there. Um, like imagine that, bro. You know, like you're just going your everyday life. There's no fucking kids. <laughs> and then you see the aliens are like fucking have landed. Yeah. Crazy shit, you know? Mm. But yes, yeah, so one of them uh, lands in Montana, like I mentioned before. And dude, I got to say this, okay? Before I go further, if you go out of your way to watch this movie, please be patient. Like this, the pacing in this movie, yeah. it takes its time. Okay, yeah. so let it stew. Let it come to you, right? So I beg you, just please be patient when you watch this movie. Did you feel like the the pacing was a little too slow, bro? Yeah, I think that was one of the biggest things that mm -hmm. turned me off of this movie. It's just it's so slow. It's yeah. interesting, mm -hmm. but for the first long while, I'm just there kind of like, man, this movie's really slow. Yeah. But, it takes its time. It yeah. really does. Mm -hmm. But what what I like, like, so if for me, like I, when I watch movies, I think of like cinematography as well. Uh -huh. And I'm just like fucking like floored by how beautiful a cinematography is in this movie. So like the pacing might be slow, but if you care about cinematography, you'll appreciate that the the shots for shots are fucking amazing man hmm. so keep that in mind so any like photographers out there or like aspiring people that want to direct anything or make movies or short films or anything like that watch this movie and just see how fucking flawless the cinematography is all right so let's let's get back to the task at hand brother um excuse me <laughs> burp of the week burp of the week right there bro yeah. <laughs> and then i taste the mango still <laughs> i can smell the mango from the burp yeah yeah so, like I mentioned, bro, uh, class got dismissed. So then uh, this is like the introduction now to G.T. Weber, played by Forrest Whitaker. Mm -hmm. So he shows uh, or he yeah, he gets this like uh, like audio tape, right, of uh, like the sounds that these uh, aliens yeah. uh, are, are get, you know, and she's like, I need you to translate this for me. But then, like, she 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 says, well, I'm going to need more, which you fucking obviously do. You're not going to be able to fucking know. Like what it is, what they're saying or trying to say, just based off an audio file, I'm just uh -huh. not going to be able to. Yeah. So, uh, she she kind of tells him like, oh, if if you want me to, uh, to kind of like translate anything about this, I gotta be over there. And he doesn't really have it, you know. He's just yeah. not. He's like real stern. Huh? He's kind of like a dick. Yeah. Like the way he talks to her and shit. But he says all right i'm gonna he basically doesn't say shit but he tells uh amy adams uh, louise excuse me tells him he's like if you're gonna go to like another uh person um consider like whatever it is you know that they say yeah and then and then the next scene is like you see a helicopter like pick her up uh-huh so i'm just like holy shit dude like well, imagine you're sleeping and shit and then you see a helicopter. Well, she shows off her smarts in that scene mm -hmm. when she's first talking to him because he comes to her because they had worked together before. Yeah. She translated, I believe they say Farsi, right? For some yeah. insurgents. And he's telling her, Hey, you translated this by only hearing recordings. And she mm -hmm. says, Well, I I already know Farsi. So mm -hmm. it's different with a language that you don't know. Yeah. So that's why she explains to him that she needs to go see them in person because there's a whole multi-layer level than just hearing the yeah. words. You have to see what they're doing, the the movements and stuff like that. So that was really well done. Mm -hmm. It it showed that she's not just some translator. She's yeah. she's got some academic chops. Oh yeah. And and then when she gives him that ultimatum at the end, it's clear that she's the most qualified. So that's when the helicopters come and and pick, pick her, her up. up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then when they pick her up, uh, Ian is already waiting for her inside. This is the introduction to Jeremy Renner's character, yeah. Ian Donnelly. Yeah. He's a theoretical physicist. Were you going to say something about uh, Jeremy Renner, bro? Or yeah, what? I was going to say Jeremy Renner in this. He's Jeremy Renner, but <laughs> a, a theoretical physicist. Yeah. He's definitely one of those actors where he's kind of always playing Jeremy Renner, <laughs> which, you know, I like yeah. Jeremy Renner. Yeah. I, I know you and I both watched a Jeremy Renner movie recently and yeah, he dude. was he was Jeremy Renner <laughs> with uh some racist overtones, but shit. We'll get into that a little later. <laughs> yeah. Uh dude, I, I I was gonna text you actually, bro. I was like, uh, are we gonna review this one? Like, you know, no, I mean? no, but, no. No, okay, we'll, we'll we'll get into that movie a little later. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yes, uh Ian Donnelly is a theoretical physicist and 
I guess like they they have him there because he's like the most qualified. They don't really get into that. It's just he's there uh, working with Louise's team, mm-hmm. and they're just there together. Yeah. Um, I, I gotta say, man, like when I think of Jeremy Renner, I think of this movie though. I I sometimes just call him Ian Donnelly. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, you probably won't, but because you know you have. No, I, I can't. Of... I can't think of a Jeremy Renner okay. stable for me. Word. So. They have to go, so when they get located to Montana and they're at that premise, they have to go through these like uh, medical procedures, right? Yeah. So one of the questions that are asked, they asked Louise if she's pregnant. And then she says, no, but you see like Ian kind of glancing at her when she answers. So let's remember that <laughs> later on as the movie uh, progresses, right? So they, they, they then fucking like enter the pod, man. So, like, holy shit, bro. I would be scared as shit if this happened. Because I thought that whole scene was fucking awesome, even though it was, like, pretty slow. Like, how just how they got lifted up into that that scissor lift, right? Mm, And then they got, like... And then they jumped onto that whole thing. And then it's all, like, sideways and shit. Mm -hmm. It was fucking done amazing, man. That shit was so fucking cool. Um, And then to throw a little bit of, like, giggles and shit like that... uh, Ian fucking trips and falls and shit <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, that scene was fucking awesome. But like, it was it was really cool. Like, I I know people don't give a fuck about like sound mixing and shit like that. But if you watch this in theaters, like, you would appreciate just how the sound is there, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. The way the way that with the whole like uh, the it's kind of like sounds that the aliens make. It almost sounds like a growl. Mm-hmm. Like if like if you're hungry or something like that, you know, it, <laughs> yeah. it kind of sounds like that. And it was just, fuck, dude. It just blew my mind how the fucking sound was in this, man. It's it's good shit, man. I absolutely love it. Then they have to um, they leave the pod. But then like it's the, like the reaction was like really fucking good. Like the acting was great. Um, Ian even fucking vomits because of, of like the whole um, like experience that that they went to, you uh-huh. know. Uh, and then they they were told that they need to go back in, but this is like the introduction to Agent Halpern because you see him that he starts talking with other people. Like uh, in this case, he starts talking with like a representative from Australia. Mm. So now you're you already know that they are in uh, communication with all, not just their own people. It's like people all over the world. We'll get into that a little later. All right. So when they get back into the pod. And they start um, like uh, communicating. Finally, the first word that they bring up in the vocabulary is human. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I thought that was very interesting. Um, you know, but what I didn't really like fucking like is that like, you know, they're they're showing progress, right? But then fucking Weber fucking says, "Is this the right approach?" I go, "Fucker, what have you guys done?" <laughs> you know, it's like you're actually getting progress here. It's like, why the fuck are you questioning her? Yeah, you know, I don't know if if it come off like that to you, brother, but like, I I just wanted to fucking yell through the TV, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's the military guy, right? So mm-hmm. he's just he's there kind of to make sure they stay on task and they want yep. results. Yeah, military thinks a lot different than the civilian science yeah. community. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So so yeah, more more communication happens, uh, and then let's it's. I don't mean to jump too far in, dude, but like, cause like I did mention, like the pacing of this movie is pretty slow. Uh-huh. But to like just kind of like fast forward things a little bit, um, they have to go back into the pod, and then you see that uh, it gets to the part where Louise starts taking off her suit, mm-hmm. right? I thought that scene was fucking awesome, um, because that's kind of like that's that's when she says, "Oh, that's that was now that's an introduction right there." Right. So she puts her hand on the glass and then the two aliens, right, that are on the pod. Yeah. They they one of them at least puts like its fucking hand or tentacle or mm. whatever it is, as in like a high, you know? Yeah. And then w- what I like about this movie, dude, is that um like if you think of like any other like movies that have to do with aliens, uh-huh. uh it's always like the aliens want to fucking kill humanity, right? It's always that. But in this, you know, like Alien, obviously, Signs, <laughs> yeah. you know, those movies. But in this one, like, these aliens are peaceful. They, they, they're they not trying to kill anybody. Uh, I just like the whole, like, dynamic between it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I guess that's interesting, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, they're make once again, like I mentioned, they're making progress. And so, this is where uh, um, Ian, excuse me, fuck, I was blinking on his name right now. Ian 
uh, names them. He's like, maybe we should name them Abbott and Costello, mm. which I don't know who the fuck Abbott and Costello is, dude. Is, do you know anything about that, dude? Because I, I thought it was like a, like a duo or something like that. Like, uh, I don't know if it's like comedy or music or anything I like that. I think it is, right? Or am I, uh, I'm trying to think. I think I know who it is, but I'm not sure. Gotcha. 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 But yes, brother. So, uh, so now they got names, Abbott and Costello. And so while, um, oh, what I forgot to mention too is like, uh, they do these like a uh, circular symbols, right? Mm-hmm. So when they're trying to like talk back or communicate back with each other, they do this like symbol, like a circular symbol. Uh-huh. That's their language, right? It's cool shit right there. So while um, uh, Louise is trying to learn the language, she begins to have flashbacks, mm-hmm. right? And I, I say flashbacks in quotes right there, bro. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. And then, so the flashbacks are the flashbacks of Hannah, uh, the daughter. Yep. Right? All right. So let's fast forward a little bit more. Then you get a scene with like a random worker who's talking with his wife, like on the phone. And the the wife sounds very preoccupied, very worried. Just like, what the fuck is going on over there? There's aliens and shit. The the random worker dude is just telling her like, hey, nothing's going on. It's, you know, it's just, you know, she's tripping the fuck out. Yeah. Which I I would be losing my shit if there's aliens in like, and say like your significant other is working on the site of the fucking aliens, you know, (laughs) I'd be, I'd be worried fucking as well yeah you know uh yes so uh and then i also like the part dude here where like ian starts narrating like the progress so what this tells you is that there's a lot of time has passed by because by this point significant progress has has like has passed right Mm. so by this time like they have vocabularies they have like a bunch of words and shit like that right so they can communicate with one another yeah so good shit right there man um and then let's go forward to the part where uh, I'm going to go back. I'm just going to call him like random worker, right? Okay. The same guy that was like talking on the phone with his wife. Yes. So now you see him watching TV. He's like watching the news. And then you see that like a picture of the aliens have came out. It's like, how the fuck did they get a hold of this shit? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And then, um, so yeah. And then, so he he's kind of like, like freaking out kind of. So now it's like kind of blown out of proportion because like um, the, the shit he's seeing on the news is they make it seem like, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, we don't know what's going on here. It's like, you're not supposed to fucking know anything, dude. You know, yeah. it should be like, like, um, like, like information should just be by itself, which, which is crazy that they even got the picture to fucking hit the news uh-huh. and stuff like that, you know? So then, uh, when that happens, dude, Louise has another flashback. And this flashback is of Hannah drawing a picture. It says mommy and daddy, right? So, uh, by this point, we're seeing that they're flashbacks, right? So it's like, okay, it's like she brings up the dad. So you're wondering, okay, where is the dad? Who could the dad be? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Get into that. And then it hits another flashback. And it's once again, the flashback of Hannah dying. Fucking sad right there. Mm-hmm. So then um, Weber brings uh, Amy, uh, Louise, excuse me, and asks her if if she knows how to speak Mandarin, right? Mm-hmm. So this is where the introduction of of Shang comes in, right? Shang is like uh, he's the one that tells China basically what to do. It it all goes under him. Yes, right. So then they go for another session. So Louise goes in there and they start communicating with Abbott and Costello to so that he gets like the the whole symbols and stuff mm. to where it says offer weapon. So this is where shit starts hitting the fan because um it's a, she translates it as offer weapon yeah. but it could also be mr misinterpreted as a tool yes right but so because of this dude china not just china but russia starts disconnecting with all the other nations even though they should be talking with one another uh-huh. because but you know but so like china makes a statement saying that oh we can't trust the aliens mm. it's like what the fuck dude but and then and then th- like, let's go back to that fucking random worker okay so when this happens dude uh, we we don't see him, but I it had to have been him, bro, because a fucking bomb gets planted in the pod. Yes. Right? Did you think it was him, dude? Yeah, it was heavily implied that it was him. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice wig right there, bro. Fuck, this is good beer. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so far, bro, what do you got to say about this this film, though? Because like, I did mention it's really slow. Like, yeah. Is it not interesting or anything like that or too slow for you? Or What's your part take on this? I don't know. I feel like it's a little too slow for me. And I 
I know you say this one is good because the aliens are peaceful, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I I do like movies like that too, like Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and mm-hmm. and I can't think of there was another movie I was going to bring up, but I can't think of it. But this one, I don't know. It's it's just super slow. It's a little. It's kind of confusing with her daughter dying. Yeah. I mean, not, not really, but I can see what they're doing. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Cool. So let's go. Let's go back into the that scene. All right. So they're going into another session, mm-hmm. right, with Abbott and Costello, unaware that there is a bomb planted there. I'm still thinking it's the fucking guy that put it there, right? Yeah, yeah. And then they go up there, but they're like, "Oh, you can't go in there," and they're just fuck. Just let them go. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, <laughs> and I, I want to say it's him that also said, "Let them go." Yeah, I think right? it was. Yeah. So it's like, fucker, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like these people are the reason that like you guys are getting any fucking progress, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're going to fucking plant a bomb and fucking just let them go in to die. Yeah. Like what a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I guess he's kind of there to symbolize humanity's mm-hmm. uh, scared mm-hmm. or frightness. I, oh, that's not a word. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it, just their scaredness of things that they don't know. Right. He's yeah. there to show when we're scared of things that, our natural instinct is to destroy it. Mm-hmm. So that's why, that's why at any cost he, he's trying to kill the aliens and he doesn't care about anything else. Yeah. I agree, brother. Good shit right there. You know? And, but you know, th- this scene was fucking awesome though, dude. I like the way it was shot. Um, You know, when, when they're communicating, mm-hmm. right. Cause they, 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 it's always like one symbol, one big symbol, right? Yeah. But in this one, before the bomb explodes, they just let out a fucking a bunch of symbols, bro. And they're uh-huh. tiny, right? Yeah. Fuck, dude. It was it was kind of like because by the time like when the bomb explodes, uh-huh. all right, it's like this is like the final thing they're both gonna say to each other for a while, uh-huh. right? So it's like here, this is everything I'm going to tell you right here in these circular um, like symbols and shit like that, and. When we find out uh, later what the the weapon is, you mm-hmm. you fucking realize that that since they knew about like time and uh-huh. shit like that, that it's because of Abbott and Costello that luckily because they know what was gonna happen, they eject um, Ian and Louise from it so yeah. that so that it explodes and they don't die, right? Yeah, but like why? Because one of them dies, Abbott, right? He gets yes. wounded. He goes yes. into his dying phase. Yeah, death process. Yeah, death process is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they they can see the future. I mean, we don't really know that yet, but yeah, looking back now, it's kind of like, why did they have to wait till the last second, right? Mm-hmm. Why didn't they? Why didn't yeah. they try to to learn that like the bomb or something? Yeah. Like, why didn't they try to learn that vocabulary word before? So I don't know. It's kind of one of those things where it's, where it's just I don't know. You're right, bro. Because I, you know, I've seen this movie like like a grip of times. I never mm-hmm. even thought about that. It's like yeah. Now that you're communicating, it's like, and you already know the future. It's like, mm-hmm. why don't you just fucking tell me this shit was gonna be to begin with? Yeah. Why didn't it just not let him in? Right. Huh. Holy shit. <laughs> That's why I was like, eh. Holy shit, brother! Like, damn. Do I need to dock at a point now for that? <laughs> Holy shit. That's fucking true. Yeah. So, Damn, is that, I, it, dude, I almost want to count that as a flaw. Yeah. I think it's <laughs> it's just there to 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 add suspense to the, yeah, to the it's, film. Yeah, it's what it is, bro. Yeah. But goddamn, I, now I'm like scratching my fucking head at this, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you kind of ruined it for me a little bit. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay, though. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I still love this movie. Mm-hmm. But yes, because that happens, bro. Um, Louise wakes up. Uh, she had a concussion from uh-huh. it, although they say it's a concussion, but it never fucking gets brought up again anyways. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Uh-huh. Uh, they've been ordered to evacuate because of this shit, because now the pod fucking goes higher. So it now it, the, the the possibility of even fucking having another session with them is not is not it doesn't can't happen anymore. They're yeah. way too fucking high up there. Mm-hmm. Right. So piece of shit. Halpburn is now telling everyone that that China is preparing for retaliation yeah. because of this, man. So China gives the aliens a 24-hour notice to leave or else they're going to attack, mm. which is some shit right there. And then it goes into another flashback, right? Mm. And uh, so the reason I bring this part up, dude, is because um, what they want to do, because like Louise doesn't doesn't want to like 
let's remember, like they the the nations by this time can't talk to each other. Yes, but they need to communicate. They have to, mm-hmm. otherwise. Like, what's the point of getting everybody's information regarding the aliens yeah. and shit like that, right? Yeah. So, flashback to where uh, Hannah asks um, uh, Louise about what's another word for a compromise or a win-win, Yeah. you know? And then you see that uh, uh, Louise tells her, oh, it's a win-win. He's like, She's like, no, I, I want the more scientific term for it. And she says, well, if you want science, call your father. Yeah. So, right there, dude, I know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm like I don't know for sure, but the wheels are turning, and they're in motion. I think I know what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. All right, so because of this, now we go to the present time where uh, they're talking with Hopburn, and they're telling him, "Hey, you need to communicate with China. You need to communicate with all these uh, all these other nations, so uh, to to kind of uh, trade." Um, no, I don't want to say like uh, they. So what happens is the alien are they. Ian discovers the pattern, mm-hmm. right? The, the yeah. symbols. Uh, I forget what he says. It's like one of 12. Yes. So he learns that there's 12 shells and the aliens are, are giving them each one piece. So he figures out that they all need to communicate in order to put the pieces together. Yes. And then they'll they'll figure out what the weapon or tool is. Yes. And, and that term is a non-zero sum. Yes, non zero right? sum. Yep. Yes. So then we go back to the flashback, and then uh, Louise realizes and and knows the term mm-hmm. for that that Hannah wants to know. Yeah. And she tells him, Oh, it's a zero sum name. And she said, Oh, thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. So it goes back into the present time where Louise now goes outside and she goes into the mini pod. Yes. Right? So, mm-hmm. like, that scene was fucking cool, man. Like, I, I like the whole, uh, the way it looked, you know, just like when she goes into the pod. Uh-huh. And so like uh, her hair has this like, it's like flowing and shit. Mm-hmm. I like the whole atmosphere of it. <laughs> I thought it was really cool. Okay. And fucking sad, dude, is that um, that since the bomb exploded, uh, Abbott is dead or it's yeah. dying, right? Because Costello starts talking with Louise and then like Louise is saying is actually talking to him but mm. uh like costello isn't like obviously he can't fucking talk but <laughs> you have the subtitles yeah where it, it sees them communicating with one another mm-hmm. and it says abbott is in death process yeah so it's like damn it's like it, it's it's wounded because of the bomb mm-hmm. but then again now that you've knocked some fucking sense into me brother it's like shit didn't they know that if if this was gonna happen, why didn't you fucking say it? Yeah, you know. Maybe it was all part of the plan. Maybe they, maybe Abbott needed to die in order mm-hmm. for the humans to progress. Maybe mm-hmm. that's that's why. So then, this is like the revelation of you know we are here on Earth to tell you about um like the weapon, which the weapon is uh like a gift, right? It's their language because mm-hmm. they tell her. That in three thousand years we're gonna need your help. Yes. Or you're going to need we're gonna you're gonna need our help as well. Mm-hmm. So it's so that so basically is that like they're there to give you the weapon, which is you'll be able to see into the future. Yes, their their weapon or which it's it was miscommunicated. It's really a tool. Yeah. And it's their language, which is like the ultimate language, and it it's a language that breaks the breaks i guess the limitations of time is a mm-hmm. way that we see it yeah because we see time in a linear fashion right it's yeah. just a ongoing process but they they can see it kind of like i guess three-dimensionally or i guess fourth dimensionally i don't know i'm not a scientist yeah but uh <laughs> that that's their that's their gift is to to give them this language that is it gives them the, the whole view of time i guess yes so now that's when, like, when I say flashbacks, yeah, they're not actually flashbacks; they're yeah. flash forwards. Yes, yeah, so she's seeing time as a whole. So yes, she, she's not seeing. They're not flashbacks; they're flash forwards. Yeah, or premonitions, right? Yeah, there is you that, go. Premoni- yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. So fucking a. So the beginning of the movie is actually like the ending of the movie. Uh huh. Which is like that when that happened, that fucking blew my mind, dude. Yeah, I thought it was fucking cool. Like, I I just loved how it all unfolded, man. Honestly, and yeah, sure. Like the 
the movie takes its time with it. Uh-huh. But just seeing it unfold, like I fucking loved it, man. It was mm. it's fucking great. So back to another flashback. So now that we already know that these flashbacks are actually flash forwards, you see Hannah, she's playing with like Plato, uh-huh. and she makes the, the, alien. the aliens yeah. with it. And then and then you see her like at birth as well. And I, I just gotta say that's that's fucking depressing, bro, because like it's like so since Louise knew what the fuck was gonna happen, uh-huh. she still chose to have the baby. Mm-hmm. Even though knowing that Hannah was gonna grow up to die. Yeah. F- that would fuck with me like so <laughs> bad, dude. Like yeah. I, I would not be able to live. This also kind of goes back to the scene that fucked your mind about Abbott dying. So maybe yeah. it's the same thing, right? Maybe he knew he was going to die, but he they still chose to do it that same oh, way. Oh, bro. So there's the, the full circle there. So that could explain it, right? Fuck. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to fucking not dock at that half point then. Yeah. I think, I think it's trying to explain that they have a, the full concept of time, but maybe they can't really change anything, mm-hmm. right? So maybe it's just going to happen either way. Yes. So, I mean, who knows? So so now by this point, dude, since we know that the flashbacks are flash forwards, mm-hmm. it goes to a flash forward where Hannah asks um, uh, Louise, he's like, are you going to leave me like daddy did? Mm-hmm. And so, okay, so let's back up a little bit for the flash forwards, right? So we already know that her dad is a scientist, right? Uh-huh. So then by this point, you're like, oh, shit, well, it has to be Ian. Right? Yeah. And then so you start connecting the dots and it's like, shit, like Ian left Louise knowing like, because like in this, in this flash forward, you see that uh, Louise tells Hannah Uh that I knew something and I told your dad and he didn't like it. Yes. So, so by this point, it's like, okay, yeah, well, Ian's, Ian's her father. It's Mm. obvious. It's obvious now. Yeah. You know, now I don't fucking like Ian because it's like, you're a piece of shit, dude. Well, I don't know. You got to look at it from his perspective, right? So she knew before having her kid that yeah. she was going to die, but I don't think she told Ian that. So she tells him later on, probably when Hannah is older, maybe like five. Mm-hmm. So she tells him at five that, hey, our daughter's going to die. And I knew that she was going to die, but I still chose to have her. Yeah. So Ian is probably like, what the fuck? But yeah, he is a piece of shit for, for leaving. leaving. Yeah. yeah. But. I don't know. You got to think about if you knew your kid was going to die. Uh-huh. I feel like everybody would handle that differently. Like there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do to change it because it's, it's a rare disease that's incurable. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what he does. She's going to die. Uh-huh. So his choice was to run away. I guess. <sighs> that's a coward's way, man. That is. Yeah. But I mean, what's the alternative to fight the valiant fight and then she dies anyway. Right. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's, it's, a double-edged sword thing you know yeah. what i mean like you're fucked either way do you yeah. want to lose an arm or a leg you're you're yeah you, you fucking it's it's horrible either way <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah but ah oh, dude that shit like fucking really got me though man yeah i'd imagine it's a it takes a different meaning as an actual parent uh-huh right? yes oh so now now that we see this flash forward mm-hmm. right so then uh louise gets this like um like in a uh, because it's coming all back to her, right? So uh-huh. now she's seeing into the future now and shit like that, mm-hmm. right? So now they're forced to evacuate, right? But while they're forced to evacuate, she's she has a flash forward of um the fucking uh the it's like a unity party, right? Like a celebration. Um, Do you remember that part? No, I don't. I is it? It's not the one where she's talking to Shang. Is yes, it? that's the one. Dude. Okay. Yeah, so it's kind of like, I don't know if it's like a celebration or anything mm-hmm. like that, yeah. but I want to say, okay, let's say it's like a celebration party, right? Okay. And so it's, it's like, I'm thinking it's like the all the nations that, that contributed for the whole alien thing uh-huh. came together to celebrate. Yes. Right? For everything. And so uh, Shang goes to Louise and says, I want to thank you mm-hmm. for changing my mind. Yeah. And then it keeps going back and forth from the present time to this flash forward. It's fucking awesome. And then he says, like, and Louise says, oh, I'm sorry, I don't I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, you told me, you called me, and you told me my dying wife's words. Yeah, her last words, yeah. Yes, and then she gets this, like, revelation. She's like, shit, I got to do this. Mm-hmm. So then she goes forward, gets Halpern's, like, phone, 
yep. and calls Shang herself. And let's also remember, it, uh, when Weber already asked her if you can speak Mandarin, it's already, we already know she can speak Mandarin. Yeah. Right? So she calls, she calls Shang with the phone and tells her in Mandarin, tells him in Mandarin that the dying, his wife's dying words, yeah. so that he changes his mind mm -hmm. so that they don't, um, uh, attack, uh, attack. Thank yeah. you. They don't attack. I was going to say Mars attack, dude, because <laughs> aliens, you know, that's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> David Spade. <laughs> yeah. And then, so because, because of this dude, uh, they don't, um, they don't attack him. And because of that, like, uh, the aliens, it's like, it's peaceful and everything like uh -huh. that. They leave, yeah. nothing else happens. And then, uh, but it, it does get pretty intense. So, because it's like, she's, she's committing an act of treason yeah. is what they're telling and shit like that. Yeah. But really she's just, she's just helping the future mm -hmm. is what she did. You know, I didn't think they were going to shoot her or anything like that. Yeah, it never got me for one second. You know. Yeah, another part that didn't really make sense to me too is the the aliens already gave all the twelve pieces, right? They yeah. could have just dipped out right then. Why'd they have to hang around, <laughs> right? That's true, man. It's like they're hanging out to get attacked, but they could just fucking dip out because as soon as she calls off or she makes Shang call off the attack, mm -hmm. they dip out. So it's like, why don't they just dip out like two days earlier? Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Oh, dude. I, I, okay, I'm going to dock at another half point there. <laughs> You're right, brother. Okay, yeah. it's not a perfect movie. No, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is flawed, like you mentioned, uh -huh. right? But goddamn. That's yeah. fucking true. <laughs> Thanks for knocking some fucking sense into me, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There is a reason I loved Incendies more than I did this. One. <laughs> but yes, I digress, bro. Fuck, mm. you're right. Yeah, yeah. They should have just fucking dipped as soon as they knew. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, if they did, dude, Costello would have never died, though. Or yeah. Abbott would have never died. I think this wasn't this after? Because as Abbott and Costello were they saw the bomb and they were trying uh -huh. to tell them and then they threw out all the information but they that was like the one piece so all the other ones gave them you know the rest of the 11 uh -huh. pieces right so i guess he still would have died right? yeah because it was right after that point. so it's almost now like it was like designed to do that yeah i guess you, know? you could say that yeah. yeah dude yeah dude i'm like fuck do you but yeah. after they gave him the the one in twelve piece, or they gave mm -hmm. the you know all of Earth all the twelve pieces, mm -hmm. they could have just left. Yes, I guess. True that, bro. Mm -hmm. Let me get a swig for that, yeah, bro. Fuck, that was <laughs> nice, dude. I'm like, damn. Now I'm I'm looking at, like, I'm pondering off what to give it a score now. Mm. <laughs> Let me get a swig for the good memory here, brother. Cheers. Cheers. Mm -hmm. All right, brother. So I did mention that the pods leave, right? Yes. Now that she's contacted China. And had Shang change his mind. Mm -hmm. The pods leave. So this is to me, bro. I remember fuck when I saw this for the first time. Um, the uh, it's there's a song that plays in the back called "On the Nature of Daylight" mm. by Max Richter. It is such a beautiful song, man. And and I've heard this song in many other movies. Um, it was on Shutter Island. Mm. But the movie, the 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 music in this is so fucking beautiful. It fits the 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 movie perfectly. And now that the, the pods have the aliens have left, this is the beginning of Hannah's story, right? So this is this is what Louise says. She yeah. narrates. Mm -hmm. So the day the day they left was the beginning of you. Yes. Right? And this is the this is the end. This is where Ian confesses his love for Louise. Mm -hmm. Right? And then you can like they, they embrace, right? They hug. Yeah. And and she, she says, I forgot how great it felt to be held by you. Yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck with the music playing in the back? <laughs> you know? And then I and then just like the whole scene of just having the entire movie just unfold. Yeah. With everything, with the music playing in the back. Dude, I remember sitting sitting on my bed, dude, trying to hold back tears, bro. Mm -hmm. This this part almost fucking had me crying, dude. Because the whole, the whole thing of like, you're communicating with aliens so that you can see the future, and now you're 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 embracing with with your future lover. Yeah. But you know that it's not going to end well, and mm. you can see it. But you still chose to to go for this, dude. Even yeah. though you see the future. So like, there's a there's a quote here. She says, "If you could see your life from start to finish, would you change things?" And it, it was fucking heartbreaking, dude. I was just like, damn, like if if I could see the future and I know that I'm 
I'm going to have a, a kid yeah. that's going to die yes. from an incurable disease. I, I don't think I want to have that kid if I have the luxury of knowing the future, dude. Yeah, that, that was my, my takeaway too. So I didn't really understand the whole point of Hannah's existence, right? Because she's not vital to the plot. Mm -hmm. It's not like her being born solved you know, the alien mystery or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with the fact that maybe time can't be changed and we have like the illusion of choice mm -hmm. because the only reason why she would choose to still have Hannah at this point is just to be selfish, right? Mm -hmm. She's like, okay, I, I have a kid and I love her, but I know she's going to die and suffer. So it's like, why the fuck would you? It would be easier. Exactly, bro. It would be easier to be like, okay, I love Ian, but I know this is like a bad, yeah. it's, it's a bad future. So I'm just going to break my own heart. And I'll go hook up with some other guy and have another family. And yeah, it's going to be different. But like, why wouldn't you choose that? Right? Yeah, dude. But that was the depressing part, dude. Because yeah. I'm, I'm just like, bitch, why? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuck. I, I didn't like that. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. But I got to say, bro, like when 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 they're hugging each other at the end with the music playing, ah, uh, uh -huh. fucking mwah, chef's kiss right there. Yeah. Fucking beautiful. Mm. And just how like. It it ends like that. Ah, I fucking loved it, man. Yeah. And I remember, I still remember trying to like fight back tears and shit like that. Uh -huh. And I remember just I couldn't wait to tell people about this movie. Mm. And and that was the ending of Arrival, a fucking beautiful movie in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And please, if you go out of your way to watch it, please, like I said before, let it come to you. Okay, be a little patient. Not the reason people do not like this movie is because of exactly that. It takes its time with it. And uh, yeah, so uh, just just please give it time, all right. So, uh, any any thoughts on the movie, brother? Before we get into like other work from uh, these people, no, uh, let's go into it, man. Cool, cool, cool. So let me let me start with uh, Danny Villeneuve, right? Mm -hmm. So we've already we've already did an episode on him uh, in Sandy's, right? Yep. So in excuse me. <laughs> so in that episode, damn episode three, bro, you gotta go yeah. way back. Yeah. Um, I did mention there's some movies out there that he did. Uh, Enemy was one of them. But one movie that I don't think any... I've never met anybody that has seen this movie. And that's a movie called Maelstrom. Hmm. I think I'm butchering the name. It Maelstrom or something like that. Uh, let me give you like, a little premise on it. Yeah, bro? Okay. All right. So a woman um, accidentally uh, runs over uh, a man, kills him, hit yeah. and run. So she wants to go... Tell the man's son, like, hey, I, I, I killed your father. Mm -hmm. But she ends up falling in love with the kid. Mm. Yeah. So she has this fucked up secret hidden from him. Mm. Yeah. Fucked up premise. Um, mm, okay. Yeah. But I very much enjoyed the movie. Uh, again, you're going to get quality with Danny Villeneuve, man. Okay. All right. So let's right. go into Amy Adams now. Okay. Yeah. So this movie, I, I, I will say, dude, I was not much of an Amy Adams fan mm -hmm. um, prior to this movie. So after this movie, she did a movie called Nocturnal Animals. Mm. So please go out of your way to check out that one. If you if you enjoyed Amy Adams in Arrival, you're going to appreciate her in this movie. Uh, I believe she did both those movies in 2017. Mm. So yeah, fucking great movie right there. Do you have an Amy Adams movie, bro, you want to uh, talk about? I'm trying to think. I'm reaching. The only one I can think off the top of my head is Catch Me If You Can. Mm -hmm. When she's the, the, the nurse. nurse right? Yeah. Or, yeah. But yep. she's only in it for like what five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did her job. Yeah, in that one. Yeah. All right, next, bro. We're gonna go with Jeremy Renner. <laughs> yeah. Should we? Should we say the movie that uh, that we saw not too long ago? Yeah, I mean, we can. Uh, well, we're not gonna know. review it, are we? No. Okay. I wouldn't. All right, so I'm gonna I'm give uh, a Jeremy Renner movie uh, after, but the one we're talking about is a film called Neo Ned. <laughs> Dude. All right. So you're, if you guys wanna. Uh, Go out of your way to check it out. Here is the premise of this movie. Okay, it's, it sounds fucking ridiculous, but <laughs> but here we go. All right. So Jeremy Renner plays a man named Ned who is a skinhead, uh, and he's in a mental hospital. Mm -hmm. Right. So he meets a black woman who swears she is the incarnation of Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Yes, and they fall in love. What <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. That is one of the most fucked up premises of a movie I've, I've, that I can remember. Yeah, that movie was hard to find, man. I couldn't find it. I forgot mm -hmm. even how I heard of it. I think I read about it because I was looking up Jeremy Renner movies because mm -hmm. I do like Jeremy Renner, even though he's yeah. mostly Jeremy Renner. Yeah. And this movie came up 
it's an old one, older one. And I was like, oh man, I got to check it out. And then we recently were able to watch it. And, yeah. Uh, Do you know what, what year it came out, bro? 2005. Okay. Cause the fuck, I don't, I don't know if you, it came off for you like that, but the quality on Plex was really bad. This yeah. looked like a late eighties film. Yeah, exactly. That, that was so strange. Cause it, it was, I think that's the way it was shot, but okay. it was also DVD quality. So uh-huh. it wasn't Blu-ray. Yeah, but I think it was a des- our directorial choice to film it like that. Uh huh. Because yeah, it looks like it was like filmed in the nineties or yeah. 80, late eighties for sure, man. Mm. Yeah. So if you want to go out of your way and check out Neo Net, I don't think you'll be able to find it. Yeah. So you know, bro, you, you know, you mentioned um, Jeremy Renner always plays Jeremy Renner. Uh huh. Well, in this film, he uh, that I'm going to go out of my way to say he doesn't. He mm-hmm. plays. It's a Western movie called. The Assassination of Jesse James mm. by the Coward Robert Ford. That's a yeah. long name for a movie. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He's he he's not uh the main character, he's a side character in this. Yeah. But he he's very good in it. Yeah, I like him a lot. Like, listen to this cast, bro. You have Brad Pitt, Casey Affleck, Sam Rockwell, Sam Shepard, and Jeremy Renner mm. among some. That's a nice cast right there, man. Yeah, we need to do a Sam Rockwell movie. I, I always liked him. Yeah, I do too, bro. <laughs> he's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, I do have one in mind, but I'll talk mm. about that one later, dude. Okay. All right. Any other Jeremy Renner movies, brother? The only we other get into the next one? Jeremy Renner movie that I like is he played he played the serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer. And he's definitely not uh, Jeremy Renner in that movie. <laughs> Though I don't know yeah. if I'd recommend that one. That's kind of a weird, weird mm. fucking I, I never watched it. I know which one you're talking about, yeah. but I never watched it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting movie. Cool. So the next one, brother, we're gonna go to is Oscar award winner, Forrest Whitaker. Mm-hmm. All right. And he won an Oscar for this movie. I don't think enough people have seen it. It is The Last King of Scotland. Mm, have you yeah. seen that one, dude? No, but I've heard of it. He was very good in that. He plays Edie Amin. Mm-hmm. Man, he had to let himself go for this role, bro. He, he's <laughs> he's a big boy in this movie, man. Mm. Yeah. Great fucking movie. Uh, has him and... Um, fuck, I'm blinking on his name. Uh, James McAvoy. There we go. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. They're very good. I believe... Um, What's the chick's name, dude, in uh, Jingle and Chain that Leo, like, uh, rubs his blood on her? Uh, God, I don't know. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm, possibly. I, I believe she's in that movie, too, if okay. I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, dude, we do have a uh, uh, a Forrest Whitaker film that we're going to review. And then there, I, I, I want to say another one, but I feel like we're, we might review it, too. Mm. All right? So let's try not to say it. Yeah, there's one I want, but I'm not going to say it. Yeah. I Yeah, that one, right, dude? I think so. That one will be for like season four, maybe. Okay. Okay. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, that, yeah. That's a very underrated movie. Yeah. With with Forrest Whitaker. Uh-huh. Very good, man. So our, what do you say, brother? Say it's uh let's take a swig for the good man. Let's rank this overall movie. Let's do it, man. Let's do it, brother. Swig for the good man. Cheers. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Thank you again for the beer, brother. This is fucking good. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Yeah. I want to change it to four and three quarter stars now. Wow. <laughs> fucking delicious. All right, brother. If you don't mind, let me go first. Yeah, go first. Yep. So, um, I fucking love this movie, bro. I know that the it's it's a slow burn. It takes its time and shit. But I just like how, like the direction of it. Thought the the characters. I was truly rooting for like um for Louise to just succeed at what she was doing, um, uh, communicating with the aliens. I just I fuck. I love the music with it. I just like the whole premise to me was very interesting. Um, again, it had me on the verge of tears. I absolutely fucking love this movie. Fucking nine stars out of 10 for me, bro. Mm. I absolutely fucking love this movie, dude. Nice. Absolutely love it. All right. Uh, for me, I remember first watching this movie. I thought maybe it was just because of the time that I watched it. It wasn't really a particularly great time in my life. So I, I came back to this movie you know, fresh. I hadn't seen it in, since 2016, which is a long time from now. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, my opinion really hadn't changed that much. It was it was super slow, a little too slow for me. I feel like other movies did it better with the the peaceful aliens. Like I said, like Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and mm-hmm. The Abyss is the other one that I'm forgetting. You know, the one where they're in the submarine. Ed Harris. I haven't seen that one. That's a good one. I like that one. Uh, and even. Even where the aliens are hostile, like Edge of Tomorrow, they have the time. Still haven't seen that one. That's a great movie, too. But that's more like a popcorn action Uh flick. But I don't know. This movie, I I didn't really like the characters that much. I didn't really find that close of a connection to them. Mm -hmm. I felt like the aliens were, eh, whatever. 
it was interesting, but it just didn't it just didn't captivate me, it didn't capture me. So the cinematography was good. The acting, there was nothing wrong with it, aside from Jeremy Renner being <laughs> Jeremy Renner, just a theoretical physicist. Mm -hmm. Amy Adams did great. Forrest Whitaker, I don't know. I didn't really dig his accent. I felt it was kind of cheesy. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to have to go overall on this. So I'm going to give it a six out of 10. There you go, bro. That's for me. Yeah. Hey, man. Difference of opinions is yeah. it's totally worth it. You know? Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Because there are people out there that don't like this movie. Yeah. And I, I've I've read comments like on YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they say, yeah, this movie just wasn't good. It was just, I, I wouldn't I, say it wasn't yeah. good. It was just, it just wasn't my cup of tea personally. Mm -hmm. But a lot of, there's a lot here for people to enjoy. Yeah. Gotcha, brother. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. So what do you say, brother? We end this episode. Let's do it, man. One more swig for the good man. Cheers. Mm -hmm. And there it is. So thank you, everyone, for joining us. That was Arrival. So please uh, join us next week. We have a very, very underrated film we're going to review, man. It's going to be fucking great. Can't wait to do that. So please be on the lookout. Remember to be kind to one another. And peace to all of you. Much love. Mwah. See you later. Thank you again for joining us to the very end. Please join us next week as we review a very underrated film. And that film is Wrist Cutters, A Love Story, a film directed by Goran Dukic. Please go out of your way to watch the film and then join us for the discussion portion of the show. Love to all and bottoms up. <laughs>